Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sex Sales Podcast, a podcast where a comedian usually talks to a relationship therapist, but this week the comedian is going solo. Uh, I'm going to be posting this one on all my other feeds, so if you don't know about the Sex Sales Podcast, uh, myself, comedian, talks to a relationship therapist and we discuss all things gender-related in the modern world, how men and women relate to each other, modern dating, uh, we get into some heated debates, but we also have some great banter. So if you haven't already subscribed, make sure you subscribe to the Sex Sales Podcast. There's a lot going on. Uh, Sydney's obviously in a pretty intense lockdown. Eliza has just moved into a new house and her work is pretty stressful at the moment. So she's going to take a two to four week break. Um, make sure you send her some messages of support and appreciation. I'm sure she'd like those. Uh, but otherwise, it's just me today. You're stuck with me, unfortunately. The, the narcissistic, toxic, fuckboy comedian. Um, I thought... Uh, because everyone's in lockdown, has a lot of time on their hands, what I thought I'd do is I'll finally do a podcast with my recommended reading list. Recommended reading list for relationships, dating, modern dating, etc. And yes, this will be going on all my other platforms. So if you're used to me just making funny jokes, too bad. you got to deal with this. Also, yes, I'm wearing a, a stupid backwards baseball cap because I can't get a haircut. Just when I cut my hair short, I can't maintain the fade. I reckon that's why that protest occurred on the weekend because did you see it was all wog ethnic guys because we can't get our fade. So we're really not in a good state. i got to wear this stupid hat. makes me look like a fuckboy. I basically, well, I, I have been for most of my life anyway. So it's appropriate. Anyway. This is uh, my favorite books and a lot of people always message me saying, well, you always mention these books and you don't actually tell us the author or go into a lot of description about the book. So here are some books that I think you should read if you have the time in lockdown. And these are in no particular order. So the first one, uh, Eliza and I always swear by uh, this author, Mating in Captivity by Esther Perel. It's got the subheading, Unlocking Erotic Intelligence. Ooh. Can we desire what we already have? Does good intimacy always make for hot sex? So basically, it's all about how um, modern relationships uh, rely on consistency, being a domestic, being in a domestic partnership, and desire can wane in a dramatic way. Um, so this is all about strategies you can employ to help make sure your significant other still wants to go down on you. And there's some very uh, interesting case studies. She um, goes into detail about certain clients that she's had. Uh, this is this is a really interesting read, actually, and I've highlighted quite a lot of it. Um, let me try to find a good note that I've highlighted. Even our most idealized creature ultimately turns out to be merely human and therefore flawed. Ah, oh, isn't that cute? That's something you'd see on a basic white girl's Instagram profile. But look, I really recommend this book. It'll, it'll, it'll help you a lot in um, your relationships. Uh, Esther Perel also has another book called State of Affairs. That one is all about affairs, why people stray, why people commit adultery. There's also a lot of cases. Uh, it goes into the reasons and it goes into, I guess, a bit more of the narrative around why people thought they needed to uh, look for intimacy or sex outside of a 
primary relationship. And the most interesting statistic I remember from that book is uh, if people are having an affair and they leave their current partner to start a relationship with the person they're having an affair with, those relationships fail sometime, something like 90 plus percent of the time. So if you're currently having an affair uh, and you're thinking about leaving your uh, partner to start a relationship with the person you're having that affair with, don't do it. It's statistically likely to fail. So I'm sure there's a lot of passion. I'm sure there's a lot of desire, probably because it's so naughty, because it's an affair. And then once it stops being an affair, it's not naughty anymore. And you realize this person's a bit weird. Anyway, uh, number three book I definitely recommend is the classic Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus by John Gray. Uh, this is just this is just the Bible for heterosexual relationships. It will open your eyes up to how the opposite sex deals with conflict, things that you might be doing that would have helped you in a situation of stress but isn't necessarily conducive to helping your partner in a situation of stress. Uh, I don't have the book with me, unfortunately. It's with one of my exes, and I d look, I don't think I'm getting that one back. Let's just say that. But it's a, it's a fantastic book. I definitely recommend you you read it. Uh, number four, Why Him, Why Her by Helen Fisher. Um, all the next few books are on Kindle, so I can't show you. But Jordan and I always talk about that one. Brilliant book. It is an outline of the four major personality types based on the neurochemistry. So some people have a primary hormone uh, in their brain, and that's either testosterone, estrogen, dopamine, or serotonin. And that will determine your personality type. So there are builders, directors, explorers, and negotiators. That's right. And it will help you better understand people with a different personality type and a different neurochemistry to yours. Um, it's helped me become less frustrated towards people who are reacting in a way that I don't otherwise understand. So that's definitely a strong recommendation as well. Why Him, Why Her by Helen Fisher. And then we've got Attachment Theory Workbook by Annie Chen. Of course, the Asian author is going to make it a workbook, but you should do this one. I did this one after a breakup and it helped a lot. It's really easy. It's about 100, 150 pages. It just gives you various exercises and it will tell you whether where you are on the scale of uh, anxious to avoidant and secure to insecure. And that's worthwhile figuring out because it will give you an insight into possibly the relationship you may have had with your opposite sex parent or caregiver um, and it will hopefully help you deal with conflict in future relationships far more productively because you, um, you will accept that the way you're reacting is not necessarily rational, even if the narrative in your mind is that, well, this all makes perfect sense to me. This feels like a natural way to react, but it's probably not. All right, so that's Attachment Theory Workbook. That's number five. Number six, I talk about this book a lot and one person has messaged me saying they've actually read it and they said it changed their life. So you have to read this one. It's Hormonal by Marty Hasselton. It's all about the female hormone. Uh, well, not, not just the f how hormones affect female behavior. And she does a lot of studies with, uh, I think she's a professor in I think UCLA, somewhere in America. And she does a lot of studies 
with undergraduate students and based on where women are in their cycle can determine what sort of men they're attracted to, how jealous their boyfriend may be of other men, what they want to wear, what their personality might be like. It's fascinating. It really will change your life. Um, and just the, the, just bear through the first couple of chapters. It can sound a bit, it can be, it's very political in the first couple of chapters, but look, just stick Stick by it. It's it's a great book, Hormonal by Marty Hasselton. All right, what's the next one I've got here on this list? Okay, any book by Bruce Bryans. So Bruce Bryans has a lot of short, sharp books, advice for dating, and it's especially helpful for modern dating, online dating. Uh, I think he's got one called What Women Want When They Test Men. He's got one for he's got plenty of books for women as well. Um, these are. These are, these are full of really great tips. They're not overly scientific or data-driven, but just basic, uh, basic practices and ideas you can employ when it comes to dating and when it comes to trying to attract a mate. Uh, so Bruce Bryans, recommend him. Okay. Your Brain on Sex by Stanley Siegel. This is on one of my Instagram stories. This book was all about sexual fantasies how they come about what triggers them and he also is a psychiatrist Um, he talks about some of his clients the fantasies they have and then he relates it to some of their past experiences and how people can actually internalize i really hate this word but you know trauma and (laughs) look a lot of people do experience it but it's just such an overused word and people can actually internalize a lot of that and then it can then conceptualize and materialize through sexual desires. So there was a, a, a man who grew up in segregated America, southern states of America and he had a black nanny who was actually in many ways his mother. She took care of him a lot more and he then had a fetish for black women. And it came down to, this is what the psychiatrist said, he sort of can trace it back to that. And it's sometimes weird to think about things like that, especially if it's dealing with instances in your childhood. But good book. Not a very long one either. Easy read. You can read it in a day. All right. Now, this next book has probably been the most impactful of all of these. I wouldn't recommend this to everyone Sex at Dawn by Christopher Ryan. It's quite a common, popular book. Uh, He's been on the Joe Rogan podcast a lot. However, if you do read this book, it will really make you think differently about relationships and monogamy. And I wouldn't actually recommend it to someone who's already in a monogamous relationship. If you're single, read the book. It just blows your mind. I mean, just some of the things that I remember um, when... Well, women are obviously more vocal during sex than men. Well, you'd hope so. Otherwise, you might not be doing that good a job. But the reason for that is it was a sign or a a signal to other males in the tribe or in the vicinity that, hey, this woman is uh, in, you know, heat or whatever. And so it it was a sort of unconscious signaling like, hey, give me that sperm, impregnate me because the egg's right there. So just facts like that that you just do not actually want to hear. 
I've never actually done psychedelics, but it, it, I, I don't know. It feels like psychedelics. It just completely changes your conception of reality when you read this book. So read Sex at Dawn by Christopher Ryan if you want to. Uh, number 10. Okay, this one, I, this one's not on Kindle. I actually have it. Um, this one I actually just found in an airport somewhere and because I was very interested in relationships and relationship psychology, I thought, well, all right, this is the topic. Um, it's not a very famous book or anything like that. It was really cheap, $4 or something like that. It's just called Partners in Pleasure. There you go for anyone watching the video. Um, sharing success, creating joy, fulfilling dreams together. Very beautiful. It is written by a Hawaiian man and it's all about just maintaining maintaining a happy long-term monogamous relationship. So it's it's really cute actually. I really like this book. It's a nice one. There's only about four reviews for it on, on Google because, I mean, like I said, I found it in an airport somewhere for four bucks, but I would recommend this one. It's a good one. All right. Uh, now, here are some books I didn't like that are quite common in this sphere. I read one called Boys and Sex by Peggy Orenstein. This is one actually Eliza was reading. Um, didn't like this one at all. So she basically recounted quite a few stories from adolescents and young men about their frustrations when it came to sex and masculinity. And look, it, it, it came across extremely biased. She really had a clear narrative. It was a very progressive narrative. And I remember doing a podcast a week or so after I read it. And that was when I was first mentioning how I felt that, you know, sort of social conservatism and social progressivism actually have very similar views about sex. They're very um, puritanical about it. You know, it should be done very carefully and in these perfect uh, conditions when, you know, either in this like long term marriage that you've already been seeing each other for a long time or, you know, all these, you know, you, you can't feel uncomfortable at any point or it's uh, emblematic of a sinister sexist culture. I mean, look, there are definitely points she made that I agree with, but overall the tone of it and I think the lack of depth and analysis without just just projecting her narrative onto some of those stories, I was disappointed by. Didn't like that one, but feel free to read it. Tell me what you think. Uh, another one I didn't like was Models by Mark Manson. Now, Mark Manson wrote The Subtle Art, Not Giving a Fuck, and Everything is Fuck. I really love both those books, except everyone I've given those books to doesn't seem to like them, even though they're very popular. They're such mean books. Actually, funnily enough, I think another ex has that one, and I'm, I'm yep, I'm not getting that back. <laughs> He's saying, read all these books and look at me with my terrible track record. But um, really like those books, but Models, he talks about attracting women through honesty. I just didn't like it. I thought it was a bit cringy at some points, and I don't really know what he was trying to say. I think he was just trying to say a lot of things that are just general red pill wisdom. And I know there's a toxic side to that, but he's presenting it in a way that's friendly and kind. And I just, I don't know. I didn't like it. didn't resonate with me. But a lot of people do like that one. So feel free to give that one a go. Um, now, some books for men, specifically for men. No More Mr. Nice Guy by Robert Glover. 
more relevant than ever before. Read that book. If you're a man struggling in dating, struggling with relationships, just maybe not feeling that confident about yourself, you have to read that book. No more Mr. Nice Guy. As the title suggests, it's all about how you can take control of your life and how you can be confident without being a tyrant. You know, some men, look, there's this idea that all men are socialized in a way to just be this sort of caricature of stoicism and just always want sex and never talk about their feelings there's a lot more depth to it than that, I think. Uh, a lot of men now, actually, if they've grown up with progressive or even just middle-class parents uh, in, in the Western world, don't think like that. I think they actually have internalized some of the, what many would say, what many people would call misandry of um, modern cultural discourse and actually feel quite ashamed for some of their sexual desires and their masculinity, and for those sorts of men, this, that is a good book. No more Mr. Nice Guy, because you've got to make sure you, you know. There's what it's, it's definitely important to be kind and, and gentle and loving, but you still want to maintain healthy masculinity and stand up for yourself and not command people, but command respect, or at least respect yourself. This is it was a good book. I definitely would recommend that one. Um, he's been on a few podcasts recently. Dr. Robert Glover, he's great. Uh, also, read The Game by Neil Strauss. It's a classic, this is especially if you're single. I know there's problems associated with that, but look, that book itself is fine. He actually reflects, halfway through the book, he reflects on how he may be creating a very unhealthy view about women as just sort of, you know, almost video game achievements, each one I sleep with, boom, another achievement unlocked. And he reflects on that and he goes in, in depth about that. Now I know um, game in general and pick up artistry, I think there are some good points you can learn from that, especially for men who are really lacking in confidence and just do not know how to approach. Uh, there's a lot of advice and um, positive uh, ideas you can get out of it. But sure, there's definitely a toxic side to it, but I just wouldn't, and again, that word is like, oh, toxic, but there's a uh, nefarious side to it. We can say that. There's an unhealthy side to it. Uh, but look, there's an unhealthy side to everything. I think if you just take that sort of, those ideas in moderation, they can be helpful. It's also just a really interesting insight into the world of pickup artistry. This would have been in the 90s and, and 2000s. Now I'm sure it's changed, but Obviously, it's a classic. Read The Game by Neil Strauss. I didn't actually like his uh, second book, The Truth. Uh, I, I know Jordan really likes that one. Look, for a big bulk in the middle, it really just felt like he was bragging. So the gist of it is he uh, had been in a long-term relationship, but he was just dying to sleep with other women. So he left his partner, went to rehab for a while. Th those chapters were interesting because it talks a lot about, again, attachment theory and sort of Freudian psychology touches on that, and that's a good insight, not you know, not just to read about, but for you to reflect on as well. But then I think it was part two or three. It 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 just feels like he's bragging about all the orgies he's had. Now, sure, that's fun to read and it's interesting, but I just didn't see the point. He he really goes into a lot of detail. I sound like a prude here, but I I just thought it was pointless. And then at the end, he f ends up back with the girl that he was dating before. And I think the general idea is that, oh, no matter, no matter what, 
you can you can have as much fun as you want and, and short-term dopamine hits but look what's what's really going to offer you the, the most long-term satisfaction and happiness is a healthy uh stable relationship but he divorced two years ago so i don't know i didn't like that one but i i liked the game and i think that is oh look this is another these are another two books that aren't strictly related to relationships but the evolution of of beauty this is how darwin's forgotten theory of mate choice shapes the animal world around us really insightful look at uh how sexual selection can play a large role and not just uh, natural selection in the animal kingdom and, and probably still to humans to a certain degree what i remember from that book was how species where females had greater age, sexual agency and could choose their mates though the males of those species tended to be very colorful partaking in acts to impress the females uh, birds that you know that sing that dance whereas the species where the 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 male was i suppose dominant and the the uh the sexual environment was generally polygamous the the males of the species would always fight and there would be you know just your classic what you'd expect just macho have those sorts of characteristics brutish bigger is better a lot more violent i just thought that was very interesting and i wonder how that may manifest with different cultures in human society where uh females have more sexual agency and and choice but uh that's a good book and emotional intelligence is a classic as well uh again not really specifically related to relationships per se but good book to read so that's about 15 books if you're struggling for things to do in lockdown that's my reading list that's the cog dogs relationship reading list let me know in the comments uh if you agree or if you have any others to add or if you have any that I should read and subscribe to the sex sales podcast if you haven't already like i said eliza will be taking a break for the next 2 to 3 maybe 4 weeks uh i'll either be doing solo podcasts or there just won't be any podcasts so if there aren't any podcasts for the next week or two uh don't fret that's just a break that we're both um hopefully enjoying but you know what i liked this solo podcast so i might do another solo one uh there's a few people that have asked questions we will get to those as soon as Eliza's back some really interesting questions thank you for that uh if you want to ask a question neilcohacker.com/podcasts and all the money will go straight to charity the life you can save charity uh if you haven't subscribed to my other podcast neil and jordan subscribe to that one as well or on spotify apple podcasts i know there's some issues with the google google podcast app look the podcast seemed to play fine on Spotify and Apple so I I I don't know why it's playing strangely on the Google podcast app um in fact if you have any technical knowledge in that sphere let me know send me a dm um and I I'm sorry I'm still looking into it 
Um, but look, just listen to it, preferably on Spotify or, uh, or Apple Podcasts or, of course, on YouTube. Uh, thank you. I hope you're enjoying well. I hope you're staying sane during lockdown. And see you soon.